It's summer movie season, and man, is it crowded. Today I'm talking about the bloated box office. This is Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. movie friends welcome to scott's self-indulgent movie podcast i am scott and today i am talking about uh, something i'm called uh, the bloated bot uh, box office which is uh related to kind of a lot of the hand wringing and uh a lot of the stories and coverage media coverage that i've seen about the film industry and especially how uh how good box office returns have been and it's been interesting this summer because we've seen a lot of there's been a lot of franchises that have come up uh, there's been franchises that have come back stronger than ever across the spider verse is a very good example and then there's been very uh least talked about movies extensively talked about movies like the flash that are seeing massive uh, just kind of massive flameouts in terms of their second week at the box office. And there's, again, there seems to be a lot of hand-wringing about it and like, oh, what does it all mean? And and sometimes I will say personally, what I have noticed is that a lot of this talk about like, oh, is there a limit to the box office or it, so on and so forth, it is generally misguided. And the reason I believe it is misguided is because it doesn't really seem to put uh, anything into context. And that context is there's been a new blockbuster franchise film every damn week. Like that's been what's been going on for a while at this point. And that's what's so interesting to me is that there is so such a large focus on on everything is that there there's so much, you know, so many people um that are just focusing entirely on like, oh geez, I can't imagine like I like the Flash didn't make that much money its first weekend. How could it? Well, it's also competing against, uh, you know, this is just off the top of the dome, which is it's competing against uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Uh, The Little Mermaid is still in theaters. Transformer Rise of the Beast is still in theaters. Spider-Man Across the the Spider-Verse is still in theaters. (laughs) There's a new uh, Jennifer Lawrence uh, comedy, No Hard Feelings, that just came out. There's a new Pixar movie that just came out. And it's just, it is gobsmacking. And even the Fast and Furious movie came out. Um, and this is all happening within like two months. And that's the thing I think is being kind of underrated uh, and kind of forgotten in the shuffle of all this. Because most of the movies that I just mentioned are, have not been out for much longer than a month or even a month yet. And that is pros- probably the biggest problem. And so I, I ran into this before because there were a number of movies that kind of came out and kind of failed and didn't do particularly well. And then there's always, again, there's always a question of every time something happens in the box office, it's like, well, why did this happen? And almost never is the discussion brought up of like, this is the worst time you could have released it. Like, that's something that almost never comes up. So, for instance, uh, Fast X, which is the most recent Fast and Furious movie, um, it did continue the trend, which for the Fast and Furious movies, which is that they do exceptionally well internationally, largely because they have a very diverse cast. And, uh, you know, they just got a wild reputation, but didn't make as much as folks expected domestically. And that wasn't a surprise to me. One, because that's the trend. And also because it was released like in the, like right after Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Like it's, it's, it's in the thick of all of these other movies that are all coming out around the same time. You know, at a time when even the Super Mario Brothers movie, which had been still been making money 
at that point was still out and everyone's wondering like oh why isn't everybody taking their kid to see that well it is the 10th movie in a franchise so there's that um it doesn't have the you know it doesn't necessarily have the buy-in of some of the marvel movies or it doesn't even have like kind of the cult groundswell that uh the across the spider-verse has and you know so that there's a lot of that going on and so something else to, to look at here is that even just looking at the top 10 you'll notice that it's uh, you know, this is just the top 10 from the, the past weekend. So we've got Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. We've got Elemental. We've got The Flash. We've got No Hard Feelings. We've got Transformers, Rise of the Beasts. We've got The Little Mermaid. And and then we've got Asteroid City. And Asteroid City is being treated, which is the new Wes Anderson movie, is being treated like this grand success, uh, as is, you know, as is No Hard Feelings, because it's like, oh, they actually did, they did okay. And, you know, when... Minimal release is the go is the go-to strategy for focus features, and guess what? Uh, adults might want something besides big blockbusters. You might want to provide a bunch of different kind of movies, uh, and that's the other thing that I think is just gets lost in the shuffle is that the kind of movie being made. You know, people talk about superhero fatigue or genre fatigue or blockbuster fatigue, and to some extent, I think that is true, but only in very specific circumstances. The reason that Marvel, at least historically, had been very, very had been such a you know so dominant at the box office was because they spaced everything out, and so it was because it's like okay, you get this movie, then you wait about six months, and then the next movie comes out, so it's just enough time to kind of reset the the hype cycle. And now there's no time. And so because there's a new superhero movie coming out seemingly every week. And, you know, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse released at a perfect time. It was released about a month after Guardians of the Galaxy, which means that it's also a family-oriented movie when there weren't that many family-oriented movies that had been out for that long. Um, the only the only other one was Little Mermaid. And so you kind of, you kind of dip into other potential audiences that are already, you know, they're like, okay, well, I took the kids to see The Little Mermaid now. Now I've got something else to take, take the kids to. We saw the first one. We really liked it. Um, you know, it, there's just basic, if you think about it, logic that goes to this that I am surprised. Well, I'm not surprised. That's about, that's the wrong way to put it. That is strange to me in regards to just why it, why studio heads and especially you know publications act like this is such a big deal or so surprising when it really isn't to me because again this is something that happened i, I wrote about a while ago it actually got reminded because it showed up in one of uh, as i was scrolling through some stuff to to post on twitter and it was, this reminded me of a time there was like oh yeah they released one of the planet of the apes movies they released like a men in black international they released like three or four movies like this all in a row and then everyone's like well why is the box office like gauge it's like people are burnt out and summer is a time especially on holiday weekends now so holiday weekends are no longer for going to the movies people want to hang out at home because uh, going out to a movie even if you are not restricted by health it, for health and safety reasons, is still something that you're going to look at with like, okay, well, it takes a bunch of money um, to go out. There's a bunch of stuff on streaming and, from, you know, a lot less coordination to go see a movie. So, but yeah, but that's my that's my thoughts on it. Uh, generally, my feeling is if you make more different kinds of movies and even smaller movies, uh, instead of trying to stack all of your blockbusters into one basket, that you will do better for yourself. And that's where a lot of movies don't see as much drop off. So if you look at movies released by like A24, uh, you know, past, you know, there's a critically acclaimed movie Past Lives, which is just hanging around doing its best. It's at 
about 300 theaters, and that's about where it should be. Uh, Asteroid City is at a few, just over 1,500 theaters, seeing a gigantic shift from week to week because it didn't try to compete with everybody else. It just targets its audience and then says, yeah, we'll, we'll make another cute little... <laughs> Wes Anderson movie, it'll be great. And then No Hard Feelings, you know, Jennifer Lawrence are like, hey, we have a movie star actress with movie star chops who wants to do a comedy. We're going to do a sex comedy with her. And that's what we're going to do. And I think that more vibes like that, like you don't need to be like, oh, we need to put all our eggs into this particular movie star basket, is a lot better than trying to rely on nostalgia and brand names. You just got to make good stuff and then people will get it. And I think perhaps the best example of that is the thus far, I would say the big winner of the summer, which is Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, which broke its original box office haul of the first film within the first 10 days. And I would say a big part of it of why is not because the movie itself was just like, you know, a cultural touchdown, though in some ways it is, because it did kind of break animation wide open, um, but because it was so good and then it ended up on streaming platforms and they had enough time to get, you know, everybody was basically like, oh, yeah, super excited about this. I, yeah, I know this one. Um, and so it's kind of like if you just make a very good thing, it tends to seep through, especially if it's a big good thing. I would say this is exactly what happened with the John Wick franchise. They just keep making good stuff and you keep seeing results. So that's my thoughts on that. Uh, thank you, as always, for listening, and I'll catch you all next time. This has been Scott's Off Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Off Indulgent Movie World, with the latest reviews, discussions, and more. See you next time, everybody, and stay safe.